Welcome to another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. Like me, Michelle Kane of Voice Matters, and my ever steady co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are you, Karen? I am amazing, Michelle. Thank Good. you. Yes, How you are. are. You doing? <laughs> How are doing? you? <laughs> I'm pretty well, thanks. Yeah, thankfully busy. You know, and um, as this episode hits, we're we're heading into crunch time for the holidays, which, you know, it's like, yeah, what happens, happens, and that's all good. I'm kind of done for the year, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, yay. I'm the opposite. I already have my last client meeting of the year. Oh, that's nice. I am just uh, downshifting into oh, control. That is delightful. I have. One client has a like a secret Santa thing that we're still chugging along with. And so we'll have some some loose ribbons, Christmas ribbons to tie up before the big day. Although, I don't know. I think we're kind of of the same mind as I am. It's a holiday season, right? <laughs> it's a holiday season. And I'm really trying to enjoy the season because, yes. you know, I'm, I'm winding down. So which is a great segue into our topic. It is. Yes, we're going to talk about ending the year strong. And, you know, kind of how we're speaking right now, ending your year strong doesn't mean that you're, you know, gunning it for the gates. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you you don't want to just be like tapping out for the year depleted. I, I think ending the year strong, of course, means Sure, you're going to give things more energy. You don't want to slack off. But at the same time, because we're solos and the beauty is we get to create our own work lives, it should also be a time where you you know, can evaluate kind of what worked for this year and what you want to bring into the new year. So hopefully we can bring you some inspiration in that direction. Yeah, I would say one of the ways that you can injure your strong. So we're going to approach this today from both the things that you can do with your most important asset, Mm -hmm. which is you, and how you can end the year strong with your clients. So let's tackle your most valuable asset, the you, and how you can make sure that you end your year strong and are ready for the next year. Yeah. If you do not already do this, you need to have a notebook or a jar where you are keeping track of the things that not only that you're thankful for, but the great things that happen because mm-hmm. it's so easy sometimes in the hustle and bustle to forget about the things that we did. And remember that a victory for you doesn't always have to mean some big splashy, you know, media relations win for the client or some big campaign. It could be something really small. It could be turning around a relationship with a difficult client. It could mean that you stood up for yourself. When those moments happen, you want to have somewhere to track it. So Mm. either have yourself a notebook, a gratitude journal, a wins journal, or have a jar and you can make it pretty on the outside that you stick these little notes into. That could be little slips of paper. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Something that you can go back to. So if you have a jar, you can open that jar if you're having a tough day and you can pull something out and you can remind yourself 
what a rock star you are. And if it's a notebook, then you can flip to a page and you can look at something and remind yourself that, you know, you have, you've done great things because we all need that personal history for ourselves to sometimes replenish us because I promise you that no matter how great of a year you're having, you're going to hit those little bumps in the road. And it helps to have these reminders from our own past to keep us going. I love that. And of course, full confession and complete Michelle style. We made one of those last year, (laughs) women's group. And it's, yeah, it's just kind of sitting over there. So I'm just going to cross off 2022 on the lid and put 2023 because you know what you do? You need those things. And because we forget, right? We just go from, you know, thing to thing. And because it's what we do and it's our job to do it well. And we, we often forget to congratulate ourselves and really document the things that we have accomplished. And I love that, to do that in the context of your business. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, actually do it because mm-hmm. this is how you pour back into yourself. You know, yeah. we talk about keeping, you know, our ourselves replenished. And, you know, we always talk about putting on your own oxygen mask first. Yes. This is how you keep that glass full all year is you have to make time to really talk to yourself and remind yourself and, and keep your thinking positive because otherwise it's easy to descend and yeah. something can topple you, you know, can steal your confidence for the moment. And so these are little confidence boosters so that you don't forget, because I promise you, you know, been there, done that. If you asked me to just recall the things that went right this year, I would forget so many things, right? I would just forget. I wouldn't remember. And and if I'm having a particularly bad moment, I could recall zero. All I would see is that moment and it would sap away everything that's gone well this year. And you'll find at the end of the year that more things went right than they went wrong. So true. So true. And and we say this all the time because we work for ourselves. It's really easy to get lost in that echo chamber in our heads. And you know, to that point of really taking care of yourself as we close the year. I just started watching the documentary called Stutz on Netflix. I didn't make it very far, but it's Jonah Hill and his therapist. Hmm. Yes. And this, and one of the things he, the first (laughs) tool he gives is to protect your life force. And I said, okay, I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) But all he really means is, you know, take care of yourself physically, go out, get a walk. You know, it's, it's your physical body, people. He said, go to lunch. Even if you don't want to go to lunch with a person, you need to do that with people. And because, okay, I need to do those things. I forget the third one. But I encourage you to watch it, even if it's just that first 20 minutes, because it was such a reinforcement from a legit psychiatrist of, yeah, you know what? You're right. And we shouldn't need that justification from an external professional to do the things that we know are good for us and that keep us energized and focused and that light us up and make us, you know, not just better professionals, but, you know, help us enjoy our time on this planet. But I I love that. I had not heard of that series. Um, I I will definitely look into that. Absolutely. uh, And Belle wants to remind us that, yes, that includes walking our dogs. (laughs) 
Well, unfortunately, when you have a dog in your workplace and deliveries come, they're going to alert you that the delivery is here. So pardon my, Who says my we lovely don't. little uh, system. Who says we don't have a receptionist? We do. They have yeah. got four legs and fur and they just like to bark, but we love our office mates. Definitely we do. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, if we switch over to the client side for a bit, yeah. one thing that you can do to injure your strong is to make sure that you're directing your programs for 2023. So whether or not you've changed the budget, you want to set the tone for the coming year. And that means taking some time and sitting down for yourself and looking at what pieces of the program went really well and what can we lean into more next year? Mm -hmm. What parts of the program were draining for you, took up too much time, weren't efficient, or didn't deliver results? And how can we tweak that? I think that it's also very important to began to really dig down deep, look at your metrics and look at things that you have taken for granted that, you know, it's like, well, we've always done X. Yes. Think about, should we continue to always do X? And then what ways can you innovate for clients? And so as part of your recap of the year, some people are doing it this month, some are holding off until the new year. When you recap the year, you also want to present, here's the plan for this year. Here are the things mm-hmm. that we are going to focus on. You don't want to always put yourself in a position ever, in my opinion, where clients are you know, pushing a button and saying, okay, go here, go there, do that. Because right. That really leads to chaos and it leads to programs that could potentially not result in a satisfied client. When you are remain in control, when you're directing the ship, because that's your role as a strategic counselor, is to set the agenda for the coming year. Some things that you might want to be thinking about. If media relations is part of your programs, are there other things that you can do in addition to that, because it, or can you reset expectations given the change media landscape? There is no denying that media relations is far more labor intensive these days. The outlets are shrinking. The reporters are shrinking. We've seen lots of layoffs. We've seen a lot of consolidation. We've seen a lot of outlets change from free to paywalled content. So as you look at all of those things, what else could you do? Or how can you be effective? What do you need to be effective and change your client's expectations? So that's one way that you can end the year strong is by setting yourself up for success in the coming year. Yeah. And I would say on the integrated marketing side of things too, you know, it feels like, let's, let's face it, 2020 was a holding pattern in a lot of ways. 2021 was, okay, here we go. We're climbing out of the foxhole. And 2022 has been like, you know, kind of waiting for any shoes to drop. And I feel like anything you might have put off or anything that you might have said, well, let's not change just yet. Let's see how where things shake out. I think 2023 is the time to say, okay, you know, brand X might be time to get on TikTok or, you know, hey, our customer behavior has changed in all these ways. So let's make sure that we are there with them. 
and and not just doing our thing and in, in this little space and they're not seeing us. So I, it's kind of, you know, it, it adds some excitement to it, right? Of, okay, let's make sure that we're, we're, you know, not just operating as if it's still two years ago, you know, which should always be the way, but especially now I've noticed even that it's, been increasingly difficult to get people's attention for things, things that used to be easy. So that requires that you change your game, but it also requires that you manage those expectations of, you know what, this may not be as successful as far as we've defined success this year. And that's that's just that. As long as you're hitting your marks as far as, you know, sales and things, that's, you know, it's okay. I... I completely agree. I've had those conversations, you know, yeah. things that used to be short. I just right up front said, this is going to be a long tail. Don't expect things to happen all at once. Yeah. This is going to be a longer effort. And we can't be afraid to push back on things. It's really interesting how PR people can, we're so eager to please, you know, yes. we, we want everybody to be happy. We want our clients to be delighted. And, and that's a great goal, but it cannot be in lieu of us really doing our job, which yeah. means being truthful. And again, setting the agenda, setting the right expectations and continuing to set those expectations over and over again, so that no one loses sight of what we're really working towards. So yeah. life has changed and it, you know, don't be afraid to say, Hey, you're not going to see those kind of results. And don't be afraid that that means that they're going to fire you. It's you have to continue to reinforce your value. And part of that value is being the CEO of your company, operating with that executive mindset and telling people how you're going to align with them to drive towards the results that they're looking for. And so that may mean dropping some tactics, doubling down on others. It may mean additional budget. It may mean additional time for initiatives, whatever it's going to take, figure that out, put Mm -hmm. a bow on it and be ready to present it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, always be thinking of new ways to to help them achieve their goals, really, which is what we do all year long, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I, I think a big way to end the year strong is to make sure that you carve out some time just for you, which I know a lot of us solos do, which is great, but please make sure that you do it because it's so necessary. I know my inclination is, oh, good, everyone's gone, I can get things done. And I am kind of counting on that a little bit for a certain project. But, you know, I'm certainly going to take the holidays off. I'm going to take those delicious holiday Mondays off that we get this year. <laughs> and it's just, you need it. If, if you're fighting that urge, please. And, you know, here I, for many years, I would work over holiday periods because it was quote unquote quiet. Mm-hmm. I've learned that I need to build quiet into my regular routine Yes, and take the holidays off, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, Christmaka, Kwanzaa, whatever, or nothing at all, take them off. Yeah. There, this, why shouldn't you like your clients, enjoy this time of year, you got to get out of that mindset of, yeah. I have, you know, I should, I should, because we don't do that. Sh- I should work. Don't should yourself. Done. <laughs> no, take it off yeah. because no one will care. And guess what's going to happen? If you work through this time period, 
you're going to enter the new year and you're going to at some point regret that you didn't just take time off to enjoy the quiet. It is quiet. So it's a perfect time to take off because there's not new demands coming at you. And if you feel like you always have to work when other people aren't, then I am going to encourage you to change your schedules, Mm -hmm. cut back on client meetings. It is very possible. Build out blocks of time every single week in your calendar for focused work. And that Mm -hmm. means silencing notifications, not looking at email. One thing that I have learned really in this past two years is that pulling back and building in quiet time is a lot easier than I ever thought it was. It can be done. And the only reason that we're operating on demand is because you're choosing to do that. Yes. Yeah. No one expects that. No one yeah. cares. No one cares if they call you and you have to call them back 20 minutes later. Because right. is a client calling you because hmm, something, the house is burning down and they you're the only person who could call the fire department? No. They're not. <laughs> I mean, yes, there are client emergencies, but we have to put this stuff in perspective. How often do client emergencies happen realistically? Right. How often? Right. They really don't happen that often. So if something's going on and and here's, you know, something that I tell myself, this is going to sound really horrible, but if a terrible thing has happened, even with a family member, it's happened. Mm. I can't prevent it from happening by taking a call immediately. So what I've learned to do even in my personal life is to take a moment when I know that it's going to be something and to get my head in the right space, to take the time that I need to process and then to make the return call because I can't stop it. It's already done. Whatever bad thing has happened, it's done. So now you've got to put yourself in the space of, okay, so what can I add to this now? So if a client, you know, if somebody has like, Send a bomb threat. Hopefully they have a crisis plan in place that they can follow. And I mean, again, these kind of things are so rare. And you'll yeah. know when it's a real client emergency that you really need to respond to. But for the other stuff, silence those freaking notifications. You don't have to answer emails within an hour or nope. two or even four. I promise you, if you went through your <laughs> emails once a day, no one will care. People are working when it's convenient for them. You have the right to do the same. So I would say end your year strong by ditching toxic work practices. That is write yourself a big old note, put it on a sticky note on your mirror in the morning. Stop it. End it. You know, the younger generation is right about a few things. And this is one of them. They look at us like we're crazy. And they are like, y'all built this whole toxic work culture. I don't, I'm not doing that. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. No. And I think that's a great challenge to start practicing today. Even now, it's going to feel so weird. It's going to feel so unnatural because like you say, our profession, we aim to please. We want to take care of everyone. And it's so hard, but it's so worth it. And I'm going to make this crazy offer (laughs) because (laughs) I'm passionate about this. And I want people, I want you to have a healthy whole life. I want you to, I want your business to be healthy, but I want it to be the business that you really want. And that works for you. 
if you need a little help, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to people all the time. And, you know, if you have questions like, okay, I realize I'm doing X, what are some strategies? I'm happy to help you with that. So you can reach out to me on a social media channel, on email, in response to this podcast, if you need a little extra help. And I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to support you because nothing makes me happier than knowing that solos are living their very best life. It That gives me such joy. I can't even tell you. It makes me ridiculously happy. <laughs> So one more thing, or maybe two, (laughs) in your year strong is have individual one-on-one meetings with your primary client contact or team. And these are meetings where it's not necessarily all about the business. We do these throughout the year and they're called health checks. So we do a health check on the business, but it's also an opportunity to just spend time, you know, ask them like, Hey, you know, how, how do you feel your year was, you know, what are your career goals for next year? Mm. Let me know how I can help you. What are some things that we can do differently to support where you want to go? How are you feeling? Is there anything that I can do? In other words, it's a human to human meeting. Mm -hmm. It's important to do that and give somebody your focused attention and time without a business agenda without other people in the room, because that's how you build relationships. And it's how you get to the heart of the things that really are going to make work easier for both you and your client in the coming year. Yeah. This is perfect time of year to do that. And it's how you're seen as not just, oh, here comes somebody who wants money from me. Here comes somebody who's trying to drum up business. I mean, it's, you know, we're not asking you to fake like you care, but we know that you do care. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. let them know, let your clients know that you care. Absolutely. I mean, I saw a question recently that was, you know, looking, one of our colleagues had posted something about um, tips on building stronger client relationships. This is a tip on doing that. This is my, one of my personal superpowers with my clients, I have very, very long lasting relationships with Mm -hmm. clients. Even when the business transaction ends, we remain connected and Mm -hmm. touch friends. And it's because I make sure that I treat them like human beings. And I always make it more about the person than the business. That's just my personal philosophy, people first. And I live that. I really do try to live that value. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but it's something that came natural to me and that I really lean into that because I enjoy building those human relationships and having those friendships with people. And again, even when the business goes away, people know I still care about you as a human being, you know, business ends, but you know, our relationship does not have to end. And that's a really gratifying thing as a solo. Yes. It's also practically very good for business when you, because as Michelle said, we know our community, we know you care. So this is not fake, but you may not be expressing that. So we're encouraging mm-hmm. you to express it to your clients. Let them know, not only are you grateful to work for them in that working relationship, but let them know that you care about them as human beings. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's what we do. <laughs> what we do because we're awesome. That's right. Well, we hope that you are looking forward to ending your year 
in the best way for you. And we hope that some of these tips today and challenges will help you do so and start 2023 in a most delightful way to use some holiday speak. But until next time, we thank you for joining us on That Solo Life.